Have you ever wanted to live forever? To never have to eat or drink like you normally would? To never die? What if I said you could, but there would be one giant catch? You would have a thirst for human blood so great you would kill anyone to quench it. H.P. Lovecraft once said, Personally, I would not care for immortality in the least. There's nothing better than oblivion, since in oblivion, there's no wish unfulfilled. This is the story of Eric Brooks. Welcome to Origin. In the middle of the night, Lucas Cross was awakened by his friend Olaf, saying they were coming for him. The Baron had just signed the warrant for his arrest, and they were headed to his house. He grabbed his wife and told her to follow Olug to London. There she would find a town called Soho, known for its brothel, ran by a woman named Madame Vanity. Once at the doorstep, she would then need to say these words. If one of the Order of Tirana requests sanctuary, one of the Order shall provide it. Then Madame Vanity would shelter her and protect her so that their unborn child could live a normal life. Shortly after watching his wife get away, Lucas was captured by the Baron and put in prison. In Soho, London, Lucas's wife, Tara, was welcomed with open arms by Man of Vanity. She did as promised and helped her through her pregnancy and kept her safe. When the time for her baby had finally come, everything was going okay until the baby was finally born. His umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck, cutting off his oxygen. Tara called for the doctor, but they couldn't find him. Instead, they found another man. Deacon Frost, who they thought was a doctor. But once he entered the room, he immediately attacked Tara, biting her in the neck and killing her. Somehow, Madame Vanity was able to run the vampire off and help save the baby. She then decided to take him in as her home and raise him as her son. It didn't take long to realize he was something very special. He had teeth like a wolf and an interesting thirst for blood. But unlike other vampires, he could walk in the sun. So they decided to call him Eric, and they hid all these things from him as much as they could, keeping him from mirrors and secretly giving him his adopted mother's blood every night, disguising it as medicine. But Eric knew more than what they thought. He knew what he was, and he knew what killed his birth mother, and quickly dedicated his life to stop and kill as many vampires as he could. Eric's second meeting with a vampire was when Madame Vanity and him were walking home late one night, when in a flash two men appeared and started to attack a man right in front of them. The man told them both to run, but Eric refused. He somehow knew they were the same kind of people that killed his mother and then sprinted into action. The man was impressed with his courage, but didn't need his help. He quickly pulled out two wooden stakes and killed both vampires. 
That was really the start of Eric's training. The man he tried to help was Jamal Afari. And ever since that night, he decided to train Eric to become a vampire hunter. Eric trained with him for many years to try and become the best vampire slayer. He taught him what he could look for and how to use his senses to figure out if there were vampires around. Eric soon realized that he had virtually all powers a vampire had, even immortality. One night, Eric was out hunting alone when he heard yelling down a dark alley. Get away from me, you monster, she said, pushing the men away from her. Eric jumps in and tells the man to step away, but before he knew it, the man was on a dead sprint towards him. He took his stance, readied his wooden stake, and stabbed the man right in his heart, instantly killing him. The woman freaked, yelling that he had killed her husband. Realizing that the man was a human and not a vampire, Eric knew he had made a great mistake. So he ran to find Jamal to figure out what he should do. Jamal then advised him to leave town because the lady had went to the police and identified him as the killer. At first, Eric felt like he should be behind bars. He killed a man thinking he was a vampire. But then Jamal told him to use it as just another lesson he needed to learn and to move on to become a better hunter. So Eric went back to the brothel that he had grown up in his whole life and told Vanity what had happened and that he needed to leave. She wished him the best of luck and told him to leave as fast as he could. Eric then set on a journey to find the king vampire himself, Dracula. After many years of searching and killing as many vampires as he could, his name finally became known to all vampires. Finally in China, he tracked down Dracula's whereabouts. But he wasn't the only one. Other hunters had arrived too. Once they saw what he could do with the blade, they gave him a new nickname. And from then on, they called him Blade. Working together, they were able to successfully find Dracula and stake him for the last time. But when they were asleep the next night, Dracula came back to life and killed everyone in the room except Blade. Now once again, Blade is on the hunt for Dracula, but this time, it's personal. Firstly, I want to give a shout out to all the new listeners out there. Thank you guys for coming and listening. This is a weekly uploaded podcast, and each Monday I upload a new episode of an origin story of one of your favorite heroes or villains from fiction. So I hope you guys will come join us next Monday for another new episode of Origin. As always, thank you to everyone else for listening to this podcast. It really does mean the world to me. This episode was written and narrated by me, Cameron Rainey. If you want to never miss anything Origin, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Origin underscore podcast, and on Facebook.com slash Origin Podcast. Also, you can join our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Origin Podcast. There you'll get instant access to Patreon-only posts, episode transcripts, and even bonus episodes. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you Monday.